Heavenly Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. All it takes is two or three. We give you the praises. You sent out the disciples two by two and walked with them everywhere they went. All it takes is two or three. We give you all the praises for dwelling here in our midst. Do miracle signs and wonders we usher you in, in today through your word, Holy Spirit. Lord, you said in Revelation that you're walking through the candlesticks, the churches. We give you free place to walk amongst us today. Lead us by the hand. Take us away. We give you all the praises. If you agree with that, say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody say happy Mother's Day. That's a good confession, right? Happy Mother's Day. Amen. (laughs) The title of this message today is Developing a Relationship You Can Trust. Developing a Relationship You Can Trust. The Lord's been dealing with me this week on relationship and fellowship. It's all about fellowship. Amen. It's all about restoration with Him, fellowship with Him. That's why He created us, was to love us. Amen. To have a relationship with His children. So again, the title of this message is Developing a Relationship You Can Trust. It is a great relationship to have. Amen. God sent His Son Jesus to restore us to fellowship with Himself. Man, Adam and Eve fell in that garden and immediately the Lord showed up walking in the midst of them, asking, where are you? Where are you? Like He didn't know. He's always looking. (laughs) He's always looking for us. Amen. And we just look back and reach back out to Him. Amen. Glory to God. Say, I'm developing a relationship I can trust. Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Do we really believe that? He said, I'll never, ever, 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 ever leave you or forsake you. That means every second of every day, he's right there at your hand. He never leaves you or forsakes you. Amen. Psalm 1611 says this. You will show me the path of life. In your presence, O Lord, is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Say, I'm walking hand in hand with Jesus today. Hallelujah. Go with me to 1 Corinthians, if you will. We're going to open to 1 Corinthians and 1 John. Glory. Hallelujah. Just ask that the Holy Spirit just takes this message. Amen. Amen. Not my words, but His. Father, I endeavor to speak only what you say today. I do not want to speak of myself. Speak through me. In Jesus' name. you agree that? Say amen with me. Thank you. Thank you. 1 Corinthians 1.9. We'll start here and then go to 1 John. How's that? 1 Corinthians 1.9. says, God is faithful. Say, God is faithful. God is faithful. By whom you were called. You were called, past tense, into the fellowship. Say, into the fellowship. Into the fellowship. Of His Son. His Son. Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you were called before the world began. It says, you were preordained into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ. He called you into fellowship with His Son. Amen. Say, I'm called. That calling never lifts. He's always calling you into the fellowship of His Son each and every day. Everyone online, everyone watching, God is always calling you into fellowship with His Son. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. And go with me to 1 John 1. That's the back of the book, Little John. Oh, glory to God. Say, I'm healed. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Let that confession always be on our lips. Amen. 1 John 1. Little John, the back of the book. 1 John 1 3 says this That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us. So he's not only about fellowship with himself, he's all about fellowship with the body as well. Because we are him, believe it or not. So we have fellowship with him, and that gives us fellowship with each other. What a great work. What a great body of Christ. Amen. Fellowship with the head brings fellowship with the body. We ought not uh, forsake the gathering of ourselves together. Amen. Especially as we see the day approaching. You know, in the Acts church, they broke bread together. They meet. They had the feast. They honored the feast. They just kept meeting together and with fellowship and in prayer, the Bible says, over and over and over again. Amen. Fellowship's a great thing that God established. Again, He created us to have fellowship with us. And because we're His, He's given us great fellowship with others. <laughs> Say, Lord, 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 I want to develop, want to develop the, best the best fellowship I can possibly have. In Jesus' name. God will honor that prayer. Amen that you may have fellowship with us and truly, say truly, truly. Our, fellowship our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Christ. Truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Well, that's a great confession to have on your lips. When you're feeling all alone and like you're going at it by yourself, your spouse is left, your children's left, <laughs> You're feeling all alone. That's a great confession to have on your lips because this is the truth. Amen. And we'll see another verse that says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. That's 3 John 1, 4, by the way. God says, I have no greater joy than to hear my children walk in truth. Well, this is the truth, that we have fellowship with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ Himself said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Amen. I'll never leave you alone. I'll never leave you orphan. He's always with us. Say, He's always with me. He's always with me. Hallelujah. And John says in verse 4, 1 John 1, 4, and these things, say these things, the revelation on the fellowship, we write unto you that your joy may be full. So joy comes through the revelation of fellowship with Him. Amen that I have constant fellowship with God, 24-7 access to Him. He sent His Son to restore me hand in hand with Him. And I'm practicing that presence more and more. See, He's always present. And it's up to us to practice His presence. Because we're the ones that get sucked out of the way, like men and women. Amen? But He's always present, always present to help in time of need. He's always right here. Walking hand in hand with us each day. I'm learning more and more to practice His presence. Because that's what I want. That's why He sent His Son to die for me. To restore that presence and fellowship. Um, it's His greatest desire. Is to walk hand in hand with all of His children. Just like many of you who have had kids. Our greatest desire is for our kids to just be hand in hand with us. No splits. No division. No prodigal sons getting lost and daughters but to be hand in hand with our family. He's a family God, amen? He's a God of family. The Bible says He chose Abraham because He teaches children His precepts. That's the only reason we have in the Bible why God chose Abraham out of all the people He did. 
was that he teaches children God's ways. He's a family God, amen? He loves restoration. So I just pray restoration of families this Mother's Day. That sons and daughters will come to honor their mothers this year like never before, which has great recompense of reward. It's the first commandment with promise, the Bible says. Honor your father and mother so that it may be well with you and that you'll live long on the earth. All those youngsters like me, amen, just keep on honoring your father and mother, amen. It carries promise with it that it may be well with you and that you'll live long on the earth. Whenever our kids disobey, I give them that verse. (laughs) Honor your father and mother, the Bible says, that it may be well with you. See, you just got hurt because you didn't listen. (laughs) If you listen, it'd be well with you. You wouldn't be hurt right now. I told you not to climb up on that cabinet. You fell down. You hurt yourself. If you listen, it would be well with you now. So that's a promise on the word of God. You keep honoring your father and mother, it will be well with you. The first commandment with promise again. And you'll live out the length of your days. If you actually study out that word honor there, it literally means give back to your parents. Yes. Amen. Honoring your father and mother. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's a great promise to have that comes with great rewards. And these things we write unto you, again, verse 4, that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light. Say, God is light. God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. In him, no darkness at all. Has anyone been sick to the point of darkness? Where you just, it's just dark and you feel all alone? Well, obviously that's not from God who is light. Because in him is no darkness at all, the Bible says right here. In God who is light is no darkness whatsoever. Anything that makes you feel darkened or alone or isolated is not God because he illuminates. He is light. He exposes. He brings you forth. He doesn't push you back. And in him is no darkness whatsoever. If we say that we have fellowship with him, if we say that we have fellowship with God, yes, I'm in covenant and communion with God. I have fellowship with him. And walk in darkness... We lie, and we do not practice the truth. Again, 3 John 1, 4 says, God says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth, in the light of the word. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, say if we walk in the light. If we walk in the light. As he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Hallelujah. If we're walking with him, that promises us good fellowship with one another as well. Those are the best friends you can have. Christ followers, disciples, amen, who are following after Jesus, living in the light with him, walking in the truth of the light. We have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all, say all, all, all sin. Amen. Not one sin left out. What verse is that? That is 1 John verse 4, 7. It's a permanent relationship we have, amen? We're always receiving from our Father, his love, who is love. The Bible says God is three things. He is love, he is light, and he is life. We're always receiving those three things as we commune with Him. 
and practice his presence. We're illuminated, we're quickened, we're enlivened, and we're lit up. We're illuminated. Light, life, and love. So it's a permanent relationship with those three character traits of him. We're always receiving that light, love, and life, and we're always giving it away and sowing it away. We receive from him to be blessings on the earth. Amen. The more we receive for him, the bigger blessing we become. Amen. Amen. It's just a constant open heaven. I'm constantly walking with him, receiving from him. Amen. Practicing his presence. Where would you like me to go today? Amen. What do you want for my life? Amen. Amen. I die daily. Nevertheless, I live, but not I, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who died and gave himself for me. Hallelujah. So we move with him. In him we live, we move, and we have our being. We can't do anything outside of him. It just sucks. <laughs> Any work of the flesh that's done outside of his love in him, it's just worthless. It just fails and falls away. But praise God, the Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Through Him. Again, it's abiding in Him that makes the difference. And Him in us. We're one now. Say, I'm one with Jesus. So we move with Him and we live with Him and He's our everything. The Bible says He is the fullness that fills all in all. So if there's any lack, if there's any gaps, he's the fullness that wants to come in with his presence and fill it and fill the void and fill the darkness with his light. Any dark area we may have, he is the fullness that fills all in all and wants to come and illuminate it. And where light is, darkness cannot stand. Where light is, where his presence is, darkness flees away. We enter into his presence, the Bible says, through praise. Where praise is, darkness cannot stand. When Paul and Silas were in the jailhouse, chained, shackled, dark, they couldn't see one another, the Bible says. It was pitch black in that jail cell. Praise brought light in. In his presence is fullness of joy. Darkness had to flee. That place was illuminated. Shackles broke off. The anointing broke every yoke of bondage in that place. Everyone in that jailhouse was free because light came in and darkness fled through their praise. Darkness cannot stand in the house of praise. If you have praise going forth from your mouth in your house, darkness has to flee and bow its knee. Praise, they said, they've said before, I believe it was Ian e. Bounds, who was an aficionado on prayer, wrote nine books on prayer. He said, praise is the highest form of faith. I believe that was him. Praise is the highest form of faith. Your faith is at the highest when you're praising God for the answers. And that's well-pleasing to God. Because without faith, it's impossible to please Him. And if praise is the highest form, you're operating on the highest level of faith there is. Which is well-pleasing to God. Paul and Silas were up on that level and we see what happened. Shackles were broken, not on, only on them, but on the whole prison house. And they stood, stand, stood still, inmates, prisoners, freed, stood still, because the presence of God stilled them. Because there was praise in that house. Praise ushered him in, and darkness had to flee and bow its knee. 
So let's just give them some praises. Hallelujah. However you give them some praises at home and when you're on the, the job, when you're at work, when you're just going about your life, how do you praise Him? Because you can take Him with you everywhere you go. Let praise be on your lips continually, the psalmist said. Lord, we worship You. We praise You. Through praise comes Your presence. We thank You, Father. We adore You for every single blessing every divine relationship you've established and are establishing in our lives, we give you praises. We thank you, Lord, for the air we breathe, for the sun that shines upon our heads, for the grass that grows beneath our feet, for everything you created that's upheld by the word of your power. We give you praises that we're able to breathe and speak and live free in this nation. We give you praises for the government we have, for those in leadership, for local law enforcers, firemen, the gifts of helps, paramedics, all those who have laid down their life, the military of this nation, for others. We give you praises in such a great nation we live in, truly a land flowing with milk and honey, truly a free nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. We worship you for placing us here, not under a yoke of communism or socialism, but in a free nation under God. We worship you for it, Father. Oh, there's so much to give him praises for, so much to be thankful for. We're heirs of the grace of life together, amen? It's a grace, this life. I give you praises. Thank you, Father. Jesus says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Go with me to Big John 14. <laughs> Big John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14. You feel his presence? If you could be still, you can feel his presence. He said, be still and know, and know, know, know it. Just know that I am God. John 14, 23. Say, I am still. I am still. And I know. I know. Hallelujah. Sometimes it takes you to be still to know. To know anything. (laughs) We can work ourselves up in a frenzy and know nothing. And run with little chickens with their heads cut off. Completely aimless. No focus. But once we just be still, we know that He is God. Amen. I find great security in that. If I feel like I'm striving in the flesh and everything's just coming down on me, to just be still, David said, on my own bed, communing with my own heart, to be still and know that He is God. There He is. He's right there all the time. We're just too busy for Him usually. Oh, Lord, break our busy schedules in Jesus' name. Break us up so that you can come in. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Help us practice your presence, Holy Ghost. Lord, we worship you. Let's usher him back in. Amen. Amen. Say, I don't want the Holy Ghost to leave. I honor his presence. Don't leave, Holy Spirit. There is a way to grieve the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you don't respect him, he'll leave. He's a perfect gentleman. John 14, 23 says this, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, 
He will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we, say we. We. Well, that's fellowship right there, isn't it? We will come to you and make our home with you. If you keep his word, Jesus promises you the Father and Jesus himself will come to you and make their home with you. They'll abide with you. He who does not love me does not keep my words. Well, that's a telltale sign of a believer. If they're not in the Word and they don't keep the Word, they don't love Him. Most Christians have never met Jesus. They've only been confronted with the Bible. We need confrontation with the Word. Amen? The living Word. Jesus is the Word. Amen? We come to Him. Jesus. Amen? The living Word. He's not a respecter of persons. Paul met him on the road to Damascus face to face. The disciples on the road of Emmaus walked with him hand in hand and said, did our, not, did our hearts not burn when he was speaking with us? He's desiring to walk with us. He's desiring us. Amen? All we need to do is get our desire on him for him to show up in every circumstance, test, trial and affliction. There he is. He never leaves or forsakes us. He's permanent residence. He's taken up residence in you. Say he's taken up permanent residence in my heart. He who does not love me. So again, he's first place. He who does not love me, Jesus, does not keep my words. You shall know them by their fruit. You'll know a disciple if they don't keep the word. They don't love them. And if they don't love them, they've probably never met them. Because if you meet Jesus like Paul the Apostle did, like those two on the road to Emmaus did, like the disciples did face to face, like many Christians have, you'll never leave them or forsake them. He's everything. You'll keep His word because you've met Him face to face you'll fall in love with the Savior if you meet Him. You seek Him. You seek Jesus. Amen? Amen. He who does not love me, Jesus, does not keep my words. So you can't fall in love with a person's words before you fall in love with a person himself. You'll never listen to my words until you trust me. Until you get to know me, you'll never listen to my word. You won't love my word, my words, if you don't love me first. And I won't honor anyone's words until I know them, until I love them first, until I see that they're men and women of integrity who speak the truth. So we fall in love with the person first, and then we fall in love with his words. But you have to meet him face to face. He's moving through the scriptures. The living word Christ is living and moving through the scriptures. We go to our Bible to find Him. That's our fellowship. Our fellowship is not with the written Word. It's with the living Word that wrote the written Word. We see Him through the Bible. We fellowship and commune and meet with Him through the Bible. The living Word. Christ. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Everything Jesus said came from the Father. 
he was that perfectly yoked up with him. Everything he said and did came straight from heaven. He's the sample son, the perfect blueprint of who God is. Everything he did and said came straight from the Father. God cannot be the author of sickness and disease because he healed all that were sick and oppressed of the devil, Jesus said. He was the perfect will of God in operation. God can't put sickness and disease to teach you through it and then send his son to heal it. He was the perfect will of God in movement and operation, which said the Bible says he healed everywhere. Everywhere he went, he was healing. Every sickness and every disease, the Bible says. Christ is the perfect image of the Father. Jesus the Son was the perfect replica of his Father. Whenever we read the Gospels and see what Jesus does, it is the exact same thing his Father does. Because he says here, every word which I've spoken, every work which I've wrought in your midst, I saw my Father do it and say it first. And he said, I did not speak or do any work on my own permission. The Father was working through him. We see Jesus, we see God. Those who serve false gods <laughs> have never seen God. If you want to know who the true God is, you have to look to his son. That's the only way to the father, to, into the family, is through the son. And he who the son sets free and opens that door for is free indeed. There's no way to love, life or light, but through the son, Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man or woman comes to the Father who is love but through me. So all those people without Jesus have no clue of what real love is. It's fake. It's phony. It's a fraud. It's missing. It's natural and intent. It misses it every time. Only those who have the Son have love. Because God is love. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. If you need more love in your life, you need more Jesus in your life. Hallelujah. He's your ticket to love. Amen. Glory to God. One ticket to ride. He's the only way. Amen. Jesus said, if a man love me, he will keep my word. You have to meet and fall in love with Jesus, who is the word. Abiding in the Word is not opening the Bible to read it. The Bible is the book, but Jesus is the Word. The Bible is the book, but Jesus is the living Word. Hallelujah. The Bible is a meeting place for us from which I draw everything I need from. I find Him in the Bible and draw out from Him everything I need. Jesus is in it. Find the Word. We are so blessed to have the written Word which old prophets of old did not have. We have a complete book right here that we can go to any scripture in here and find help in time of need. We can find scripture that has to do with our current circumstance. Go to this book. Find the scripture that covers our situation. Meditate on it and Jesus will show up. Because that's the living word in our situation, the present help in time of need. We can find that for ourselves. And then he shows up and comes through that word. So whatever situation we have, find the word that covers your situation. 
meditate on it, and Jesus will minister life to you in that area. He always shows up through his word. Jesus himself preached the scriptures, the Bible says. He preached from the Old Testament. The word came through the scriptures. Jesus himself came through the scriptures. Hallelujah, that's deep. We could take that hole for a while. (laughs) Jesus comes through the written word. He preached the scripture and his presence came through it. Glory to God. I draw the living word in Christ out of the letter through the Holy Ghost. I said, I draw the living word, Christ himself, out of the letter through the Holy Spirit that abides in me, who's my teacher. It's not dead. He's alive and lives and moves within his word. The word is a meeting place between God and man. (laughs) This word is where I go to get fed, nourished, and washed. Every time. In every circumstance, I find the word that covers it, and he shows up through it and ministers to me. Fresh, he touches me, amen? Touches my finances. If I'm struggling financially, I find all the scriptures, over 2,350 of them, that have to do on finances and wealth. And I read those, and I find Jesus in them. And he ministers finances to me through his word. He supplies my every need through the scripture he's in. He's in there. You just have to find him. Seek, he promised us, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For all those who seek shall find, he said. Ask, and you shall receive. That's a promise from your high priest. Again, we find the word that covers our situation, meditate it, and Jesus shows up and ministers life to us through his word. Glory to God. There's something in here that will cover every situation in your life, always, guaranteed. It is written. It is written. Amen. Jesus rebuked Satan three times with the written word. It was covered in here. Every temptation from Satan is covered in here. Your victory is in here. Amen. Amen. Glory to God for the word of God. What a blessing we have. So it's where I go to get fed, nourished, and washed. It's where I go to receive hope in time of need. You've got to have hope to cope. Amen. (laughs) It said Abraham believed in in hope. He had faith in his hope. And hope comes through the word of God. Amen. Christ will give you hope in your current situation. It's in the book. Your situation's covered in here. I guarantee it. There's nothing you haven't been through that's not written first. What's my way out? What's my way out? This is. The word's the way out. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. So you have to place yourself under him. You have to humble yourself under his mighty hand. Amen. It's up to us to humble ourselves, and he always shows up. So the question I have today for everyone is, have you met Jesus? Or have you just been reading your Bible? Have you really met the Savior? Have you really had a confrontation with the healer and the provider through his word? 
or are you just reading the letter? You can't read the letter and commune with him. You have to find him within it. He moves within its pages, amen? And I'm searching for him daily. I'm always following after him. Where are you, Lord? Are you in Philippians today? No, he's not there. The Holy Spirit will lead me to Corinthians. There he is. The Holy Spirit will always lead me to the truth, which is Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the truth. It's the job of the Holy Spirit to always lead you to the truth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Has someone gotten something from this message? Hallelujah. I just pray for his presence in a bigger, greater way. Holy Spirit, we give you reverence in this place. You are God upon the earth. You are the teacher, the instructor, the anointer, the helper, and the best friend in which we walk hand in hand on this earth. We walk hand in hand with you, the Spirit of the Father who was sent through Jesus, our high priest, our merciful and faithful high priest. And we vow to endeavor to build a relationship with you, Holy Ghost. You are a perfect person, a member of the Godhead, God on the earth. And we welcome you, we worship you, and we love you. Get to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal Jesus to you. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal the word to you. Otherwise, it's just letter. Those without the Holy Ghost cannot understand this. He's given to his body, amen? He's the gift freely given to the church. Without the author, you can't understand these writings. You need the author, you need the Holy Spirit, and that's only promised to those who are in him, in Christ. So we receive Christ, then we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that's when the Holy Spirit comes in That's when the Bible says in the book of Acts, you shall be empowered, tarry in the city, until you be endued with power from on high. When the Holy Spirit came into that upper room and baptized every one of them in tongues. They all spoke in tongues because of the presence of the Holy Spirit. The gifts come after the presence. The gifts should never be before the presence. We welcome in the Holy Spirit. We welcome Him in. And he distributes the gifts specifically and individually as he wills. Not as the pastor wills, not as any man wishes or wills. He's in charge. The Holy Spirit's in charge of the church on the earth. Amen. The churches where man's in charge are fruitless. There's no life there. But the churches where the Holy Spirit is given place, there's life forevermore. Amen. And you see him moving, you see him working, you see him flourishing in the blessing because the Holy Spirit, God on earth is welcomed in that place. I endeavor for this ministry to be a birthplace of the Holy Ghost in the lives of everybody who comes in contact with it. That everybody who comes into a setting and online shall come in contact with the Holy Spirit in which is power, life, and freedom. Paul said, do not honor us as men, or do not believe the wisdom of men, but put your faith in the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Without the Holy Spirit, there'd be nothing. He's the one that moved at the Father's Word and created all that we see. 
He is the creator. Amen. He is the life giver, the birther, the breath of life that came into man. Via the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, fill us fresh. We honor you. We give you place in this place and in our house and businesses, lives, and every endeavor. Everywhere we go, we endeavor to walk hand in hand with you, Holy Spirit. Jesus in spirit. Thank you for that holy hush. said there's much in you that's been planted in your spirit words of mine words that I've said that are coming up to the surface now and I'll leave it up to you the responsibility will be on you now to hasten to do that word which I've placed in you it's bubbling up and coming to the surface and you'll know what to do and when to do it saith the Lord I am upon you rest in me If you give me place, you'll always have a place. The best place. I promise you this. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto thee. Hallelujah. What's in with David, shall we? What's just in here? The Holy Spirit's having me close. Glory to God. I urge you to read Psalm 139 on your own. It says, Whither shall I go from your presence? He's always present. He's always with you. If you're in Him, He's in you. He's always present and help in time of need. We give you all the praises, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Once you meet Jesus, once you come in contact with Jesus, you'll never turn back, I guarantee it. But it takes contact. It takes touch. You have to dig in until you touch Him. Amen? Amen. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we worship you for today. We thank you for Mother's Day. We bless all the mothers listening in Jesus' name. Give them a fresh infilling, a fresh baptism in the Holy Ghost, fresh power from on high to be mothers, to be the best mothers, spiritual mothers and physical mothers. In the name of Jesus. And through this infilling and baptism, Lord, I ask that you bring sons and daughters to them, that they can mentor sons and daughters like they've never had as you grow them and fill them with your precious Holy Spirit. We give you all the praises for your presence in this place. Do you feel it? It's not an it, it's a him, amen? That's the Holy Spirit, that's him. He is the presence of Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, we worship you. Thank you, Lord, for every promise coming to pass. Thank you, Lord, that every test turns into a testimony on your behalf. We worship you. We praise you, Lord, for perfect peace and perfect covering over every mother this Mother's Day tomorrow, that they can enjoy their families and enjoy especially face-to-face communion with the great I Am. We worship you. If you agree with that, say amen. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us. We love you all. We bless you. If you'd like to give an offering, we have our basket. You can also give online at elishamarkministries.com. If you do sow a seed into this ministry online, make sure you write in the comment box.
what you're sowing your seed for so we can believe with you to cancel that need. Amen? The Bible promises every need met. Amen? Amen. So sow seed with specific intent and that need shall be met in the name of Jesus. We love you. We bless you. Thanks for being with us. Love you all.